This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Wednesday night to you. Wednesdays are good for a few things. Like sitting in the middle of the week and trying to get over the damn hump. I'm going to help you get over the hump. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next four hours. This is when the show gets started, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard and you. Yeah, you. Everybody listening all over North America. If you follow me on social media, you will already have an idea. Or you already know exactly everything that we'll discuss tonight. Some NFL news. Rob Gronkowski. Kind of. I can't even say he's throwing shade at Aaron Rodgers. He's just throwing the entire kitchen sink at the guy. Basically saying that uh, Aaron Rodgers has some of his priorities mixed up as it relates to being a football player. I'm like, wow, okay. Rob Gronkowski, the voice of reason. Andy Reid recently celebrated 10 years leading the Kansas City Chiefs. Looks like we might have a little bit of a a Trey Lance I want out from San Francisco issue. We'll talk about that, especially with this emergence of Brock Purdy. Stan Van Gundy. He says these NBA players, a bunch of lazy bums, they're not out there playing like the old guys used to. Probably not the first time you've heard that. And then as I do, every single Wednesday night, it's a Thursday morning, I'm going to bring you a new top six list. And tonight, because it's a, it's a normal, uh, it's a common occurrence right now. It's a big topic right now. We have some professional athletes who are trying to decide their futures. We have some professional athletes who might be hanging on a little too long. Maybe time to hang them up. And so we're going to give you a top six list of athletes who probably should have stepped away from their respective sports sooner. This is the beginning of the show, as I mentioned. You can always listen on the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. You can lock in on your local affiliate. You could ask a smart speaker to play CBS Sports Radio. You can go to CBSSportsRadio.com. You can listen on SiriusXM 158. There's a million ways to listen. I'm just glad that you're here. I'm being joined by super producer and host, Dave Shepard. Shep, how are you this evening, man? You good? I'm doing good, JR. I'm I'm excited for this top six list, as I always am. But 
in particular because you're going to put a positive spin on individuals that a lot of people felt like hung on just a little bit too long. You think I'm going to put a positive spin on it? You always do. Oh, I don't want to ruin things for you, but I don't <laughs> I don't know how positive it's going to be. You'll be telling some guys that they uh well they ha- they've they've retired. So I I'll try my best to put put a positive spin on things. I will try my best. Speaking of positivity, we'll get to Rob Gronkowski next hour and Aaron Rodgers. That was pretty hilarious. Also, by the way, Shep, did you hear that the Dallas Cowboys uh yep. <laughs> they signed a kicker to the practice squad? <laughs> Has insurance, whatever that means now. Yeah. So if this guy starts to suck this week, Brett Maher, if he can't lay a field goal down over the next 24 to 48 hours, they're going to elevate the guy from the practice squad, and he's going to be watching from home. Just a, a wild world. And, and no shocks, no, no surprises here. But we'll get into the Cowboys. We'll talk about Rob Gronkowski. I want to start off by talking to you all about a story that I, I saw early today. We know moving forward this weekend – Divisional round of the NFL playoffs. We're going to see the San Francisco 49ers take on the Dallas Cowboys. Last year, the 49ers eliminated the Dallas Cowboys in embarrassing fashion. The Dallas Cowboys just look just outworked, outclassed. They look like garbage trying to compete against the 49ers. And then we know what happened with the 49ers. They eventually got beat by the Rams, and the Rams became champs. And now the Rams suck. But here's a situation. You might recall, it was only in 2021 that Trey Lance was selected number three overall in the draft. The 49ers acquired that pick from the Miami Dolphins. They traded back. They also traded a first and third rounder in 2022, a first round pick this upcoming season. And we have really yet to see Trey Lance and who and what he is. Jimmy Garoppolo took over. Trey Lance gets an opportunity to start the first two games of this season, and then he breaks his ankle. Jimmy Garoppolo went outside. He got blown away by a gust of wind and got hurt. And now we got Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy has won seven straight games as the 49ers quarterback since he took over for Jimmy Garoppolo on December 4th. The 49ers have won 11 straight games. Brock Purdy has been playing out of his mind, and sure, he has amazing weapons. 13 touchdowns and four interceptions in nine games is not shabby. He just beat the Seattle Seahawks. He threw for 300-plus yards and had three touchdowns. So Trey Lance is coming off of a bum ankle. He's had to have surgery on it twice. And Trey Lance, like a lot of people, he woke up this morning and he was on social media. Hey, Shep, when you get up, do you check social media? Oh, no. No, what do you do? Take my dog out and we go for a 15, 20-minute walk and he does his business. And uh, no, I try to avoid social media as much as possible, JR. It's, it's, the, it's the plague of existence. I agree with you. The dog pooping is much more important. <laughs> well, his bowel movements matter a lot more in terms of keeping the apartment clean, that's for sure. Oh, I hear that. That's uh, I, Well, I can't say that on the radio, but that would be some crappy business if you get in a drift. Yes. Anyway, 
Trey Lance decided to utilize social media and cause a little bit of a firestorm. The man who's recovering from a broken ankle, who just had like a plate removed or whatever it was out of his ankle to help stabilize it. The man who's recovering and it was supposed to be the future quarterback of the 49ers. I'm not sure that he wants to be the QB for the 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be a free agent. Brock Purdy looks like the biggest steal ever in the NFL draft. Sorry, Tom Brady, at least for now. Well, Brock Purdy may hit the toilet soon, but for now, Brock Purdy looks absolutely amazing. Never heard of the guy. And Trey Lance might see the writing on the wall. Trey Lance was selected number three overall in 2021. Brock Purdy was selected last in the sixth round of this past draft. And so Trey Lance is recovering, right? You would think and believe that Trey Lance is rooting on and and, and rooting for his team, rooting for the 49ers. Not so fast. That'd be a, a little too easy, right? Ray Carthen was a staff member for the 49ers. He was just named the general manager of the Tennessee Titans. And so Trey Lance, in a, I don't want to call it innocuous way. I don't think it was innocuous. I think it's very much so planned. He decided to go on social media and post a photo of Ray Carthen, the new GM for the Titans, former 49er executive. He put a photo of him up on his Instagram and just put up fingers crossed emojis. Vague. Just to get the people talking. Congratulations, you did, Trey Lance. Well, fingers crossed typically means good luck or you hope something happens. What exactly does Trey Lance hope happens? That he has success? If he wanted to, he would have just told him good luck, right? Did he put up the stupid fingers crossed thinking and hoping that maybe he could become a Tennessee Titan? Possibly. Tennessee Titans got one more year left of Ryan Tannehill, and and why would they want that? Ryan Tannehill, by the way, broke his damn ankle, but we know nobody wants that guy. And so Trey Lance probably sees the writing on the wall, and he's angling for his own damn way out of from the 49ers, or why not? The Tennessee Titans are going to need a quarterback. Unless Brock Purdy completely craps the bed, Brock Purdy looks like the future quarterback for the Niners unless Tom Brady says, hey, can I come play for a year? And Trey Lance is getting paid the big money. This will probably be the best opportunity for the 49ers to try and get back some of the draft capital that they traded to bring him in. A first rounder, a third rounder last year. A first-round pick in this upcoming draft. You don't think the Niners want draft capital back? What good does it do the 49ers to sit Trey Lance behind Brock Purdy just in case he stinks to join up? You might as well trade him and sign a veteran as a backup. Everybody thought Jimmy Garoppolo was going to be gone this year. Well, maybe Jimmy Garoppolo, coming off of another injury, if nobody gives him a job, Maybe he'll be found backing up Brock Purdy. 
But if I'm the 49ers, it's, it's time to move on. Trey Lance probably understands that as well. It's Brock Purdy's time. Is he going to win the Super Bowl? I have no idea. He has amazing talent around him. He's been playing out of his damn mind. It's not going to be easy against the Cowboys. Michael Parsons, regardless of whatever his health is, he's going to go out there trying to eviscerate this man. And to me, it's an easy decision. I think they have confidence in Brock Purdy, not just for the rest of the postseason, but for next year as well. And they got him on a discount. Kyle Shanahan spoke to the media. He says he knows the pressure for Brock Purdy was here even before the playoffs started. Playoffs means, all it means is if you lose, the season's over. Besides that, you're usually going against good teams. Um, but we have seen him do it against good teams, and the pressure's always on. No, they, they trust the man, huh? Brock Purdy, how, how does Brock Purdy feel being here in the postseason? Uh, you feeling okay? This is what he said. You know, there was some some emotion going into the game. Like, you know, you can just feel it, you know, in the environment with the fans and um, our teammates. Like, man, this is win or, or go home. And so, um, you know, you did feel that. I feel like pregame and whatnot. But once the game started, it was all, hey, it's 11 on 11. I got to do my job. I got to get it to the guys um, when they're in space and, and uh, go from there. Yeah, he's, he, he's handling all of this like a G. Like he's been here before. And we know he hasn't. Most of the world had no idea who he was. And I think this is extremely easy to do. You go through the rest of the postseason. You keep Brock Purdy. It doesn't matter what happens unless he's an utter disaster the remaining games. But when you start pulling up to the NFL draft between now and April, you trade Trey Lance. The San Francisco 49ers have the biggest deal in the world right now. Because Brock Purdy was selected last in the the, the last NFL draft, the prior NFL draft, the most recent NFL draft, this man is only making about a mil per year. And when I say about a mil per year, I'm talking about 800, 900 per season the San Francisco 49ers have Brock Purdy under contract for a mil for next season 2023 for the season after that 2024 and for 2025 that doesn't even get into what would potentially be a fifth year option now would Brock Purdy if he's playing out of his mind is he just going to settle for a mill the 49 is going to ring him dry and say so what get over it maybe not but they are paying this guy absolutely nothing at least in terms of the NFL what's Trey Lance getting right now oh well he was the third pick taken in the 2021 draft. He's guaranteed $34 million. Trey Lance is running around, sitting on the bench behind Jimmy Garoppolo. He's sitting around, well, not sitting, but he's rehabbing, and he's getting paid about $9 million per. Why do the 49ers want to do that? They don't. 
the unproven bench quarterback. Ain't nobody trying to pay him $9, $10 million a year. Hell no. The guy who's done an excellent job for about the past month and a half, he's only making a little less than a million dollars. Let's keep that guy. Let's keep the guy who's shown that he can throw the football. What have we seen from Trey Lance? The most I've seen from Trey Lance is in highlight tapes from North Dakota State. He couldn't even get through two games in this regular season before he broke his ankle. This is not the FCS. It's not high school. This is not Pee Wee. This is the NFL. Brock Purdy has shown more in the past month when it comes to the games that actually matter than we've seen from Trey Lance when he's actually drafted. And so I think there's a simple solution here for everybody. The 49ers can trade Trey Lance. If he wants to go to the Titans, then send him out there. He can play with Derrick Henry. Cut Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill's a bum now anyway without uh, Davis out there on the receiving end of passes. And then Brock Purdy can be the boss in San Francisco with a vet behind him. The 49ers can get back the draft assets that they traded for Trey Lance. And then for everyone who subscribes to the idea that the quarterback needs to give away money to the team. Hey, Brock Purdy hasn't even reached that yet. He costs absolutely nothing. And for the next several seasons, the 49ers can allocate those funds to additional weapons around him, which, by the way, are already ridiculously plentiful. The 49ers are in a good spot, not just to potentially win a Super Bowl this season, but to pay their quarterback nothing into the future and still be competitive. Trey Lance doesn't want to be there. Simple. Move him. Get something back in return. His value might not ever be higher, especially if he returns someplace and then you know, maybe, I don't know, breaks another ankle. I hope not. That'd be terrible. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. It's 855-212-4CBS if you want to talk to me. That's 855-212-4CBS. You can also get a hold of me. I'm on social media terribly at JR Sport Brief. I'll get to your calls after the break. We'll talk Trey Lance. We'll get into Purdy. We got to show love to Andy Reid, who's now been around for the Chiefs for 10 years. We got a lot to do, and we're just getting started. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. to hear from you call him now at 855-212-4cbs that's 855-212-4227 it's the jr sport brief show here with you on cbs sports radio an interesting start to the day trey lance and his instagram stories leaving just unclear messages 
Rand Carthen became the general manager for the Tennessee Titans. Rand Carthen was a former executive in player development with the San Francisco 49ers. Trey Lance decided to post a photo of Rand Carthen on his own Instagram, and he kind of had fingers crossed. I don't know if that means he's hoping that he gets uh, traded to the Titans. I, I don't know what it means. I know this much. Unless Brock Purdy turns into a pumpkin over the several or next several weeks, there's no point in keeping Trey Lance as a member of the Niners. Brock Purdy has shown you more in actual games over the past month and a half than we've seen from Trey Lance in, I don't know, two years. I know this past season he was hurt. The year before that, he was basically in cobwebs, sitting around to learn and be developed. But you, you, you traded a lot away to get Trey Lance. And now with a bunch of quarterbacks or a lot of teams that are starving for a quarterback, you can trade Trey Lance away and get those assets back, and then you don't got to pay him like the third overall pick that he is. Brock Purdy was selected last in the NFL draft. Mr. Irrelevant. Not coined by me. I wish I did. He's making less than a mil. This is not just a matter of dollars and cents. It's a matter of common sense. You trade Trey Lance. You keep Brock Purdy unless he just sucks. And then you bring in a veteran to sit behind him. And then Jimmy Garoppolo, let him do what he wants. Who cares what he does, right? 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Kevin is calling from Houston. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, uh, first-time caller, long-time listener. Um, you've come. You've been on the Sports 610 show down here, and um, uh, you're very knowledgeable in, in what you just brought up. Uh, we are in desperate need of a quarterback, and we would love, the Houston Texans obviously, would love to have Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance uh, or even Tom Brady, for that matter. I seriously doubt that'll ever happen. But but a diamond in the rough, Purdy uh, is, I'll tell you what. I mean, to be able to acquire somebody like that, I could only hope that Nick Casario doesn't have his head in the sand with the, like Jack Easterby and get influenced somehow by and just make a good damn decision because – JR, we need help. We, I mean, we, you know, we got a backup being a starter. We're rotating two in. I mean, who does sure. that? It's like carrying, carrying two putters. You don't but carry when, two putters. When the Houston Texans have the second overall pick for right now, the Chicago Bears are either going to trade out of the number one spot. Most certainly it'd be a shock if they selected a quarterback, knowing that they have Justin Fields. Why would the Houston Texans go ahead and add Trey Lance coming off of an ankle injury, uh, already being owed, I don't know, about $9, $10 million over the next couple of seasons? You don't know what or who he's going to be when you can kind of potentially draft somebody, have them for about two years extra, pay them the same amount of money, and develop them from scratch without the injury concerns. Doesn't that make more sense to bring in somebody yeah. fresh? Absolutely it does. And I was just, you know, you had mentioned 
uh, Purdy and Trey, I'm just saying that that we're we're in such bad yeah. shape here that that we would be lucky to have either one of those two. Right. And, and, and you know, based with Davis Mills, if you look at the statistics of what uh, uh, Ankle Boy has done in the games, it's a damn, it, 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 it's a whole lot better than Davis Mills. I'll tell you that. There's really, uh, I mean, we're, we're in dire wow. straits here, and we are, we are going to draft a quarterback. I, I, right. I know we are. You know well, we, nobody, are. we are. We are. And nobody's expecting any. Yeah, Davis Mills. You know, he's. He's done. He's it don't matter who you threw out there, him or, or Kyle Allen. It, Kevin, thank right. you for calling from Houston. I appreciate you. Hey, I appreciate you. Take care. Thank you. No, absolutely. And much love to every all of my friends out in Houston uh, listening on, on 610 in the loop. Yeah, my guys my guys in the midday, they're, they're absolutely hilarious. Hilarious. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Marcus calling from California. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. JR, what's going on? I'm great, Mark. How are you? You are you okay? Yeah, well, well, I have COVID right now. I mean, I'm I'm a little uh, under the weather, but I was gonna say you sound like you've been. uh, Yeah, you sound like crap, man. I hope you feel better. I appreciate it, man. You know, second time getting it, but um, guess what? This Sunday, man. I mean, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, man, because, I mean, I've been hearing on Twitter and everything. I mean, you know, this Giants team reminds New York Giants are like, well, of 07. I'm like, bro, relax. We beat Minnesota. I mean, everyone was actually expecting the Giants to beat Minnesota. It wasn't like everyone was picking Minnesota to win. But I watched the entire game, man. And I mean, we, this team, man, if we play the same way that we played against them. But, no, but let's also talk about Philly's defense. I mean, they had 70 sacks on the season. 70, okay? Two, three shy of the NFL record by the Bears. They're the first team in NFL history to have five guys with ten or more sacks. They've well, generated fifty even sacks. Even amongst even amongst all of that, I find their secondary to be even more impressive. But go on. I mean, their secondary is very good too with Bradbury, but they've generated fifty-eight sacks from non-pressure. Which means they're just pushing people around. And in the first in the first game that we got blown out in. I mean, obviously that was expected because we were coming off a couple of tough losses and obviously people were playing with injuries. And then the second game at the end of the season, I didn't really expect Philly to really play that tough. I mean, everyone was like, oh, we barely beat them. But this is going to be the biggest test. But if we win, which I think it's very possible because we do match up very well with Philly, regardless of, you know, it's eerily familiar. Remember in 2007, well, Romo Mark, destroyed us. Mark, I need you to come to a culmination here, please. My culmination is that the Giants will beat Philadelphia. Um, and I, I just I can't fathom this, Jeremy, as a sports fan. You know what I mean? For so many years of losing and not making the playoffs, 11 years not winning a playoff game, winning one, and then to possibly say that we could be one win away from the Super Bowl, the Giants representing the NFC in the Super Bowl okay. would be, I mean, it would be nuts, man. Well, no. one, one, one step at a time, Mark, one step at a time. Right. Hey, in, in, in right. the interim, you feel better, okay? I appreciate it, Daryl. All right, thank you, Mark, for calling from California. He's get better from the COVID. He said, he, Shep, he said he had it two times. He did. That's, un, that's very unfortunate. Yeah, I hope he feels better. I, when, he picked, when he started talking, I'm like, what is this guy? Is he... he is he drinking NyQuil? Why does he sound like this? And he just might be. I don't know. Uh, well, let me stay away from that anyway. Yeah. But, no, but you know, Mark, once Mark gets on with you, he's going to go. 
Well, he's gonna he's gonna let it loose. Yeah, it's like, don't tell me about 2007, please. Give me your thoughts on now. Like I, I think a lot of us know what took place, and and he is correct. I don't know what the hell the New York Giants are doing here. The New York Giants have no business being here right now. This was supposed to be a, well, let's see what happens type of season. And boom, here they are. And, and forget the Super Bowl. Can, can we relax a little bit? They are one game away from the NFC Championship game with a rookie head coach, a rookie general manager, and, and what was almost two dudes who were getting ready to hit the scrap heap from the prior previous regime in Dave Gettleman. And the New York Giants are right here. An opportunity to take on the Eagles and go right the hell to the NFC Championship game where I will assume they're going to maybe take on the, the 49ers or the Cowboys. I'll give you my prediction later on in the week. And it doesn't matter where the New York Giants season ends. It's a success. If the Giants finish this season close to 500, which they basically did, it would have been a success. This was just a matter of, oh, what type of talent do we have? And the talent that they have has taken them all the way to the divisional round of the playoffs. And for that, the New York Giants deserve a hell of a lot of credit. Are they going to run into a buzzsaw in Philadelphia? They might get beat up, smacked down. Or they might stay competitive. We might get a game like what we just saw with Minnesota. And I know everybody says, oh, Jalen Hurts, is, his shoulder is fine. His shoulder is fine. We don't know that. We ain't seen a guy play. Not yet. 855-212-4CBS is 855-212-4CBS. Gary's here from Toronto. Hey, JR. Thanks for taking my call. I love your show. Um, you, I just What's wanted up? to quickly say in here, opinion is it more uh, is Shanahan's system just so quarterback friendly and supportive that anyone could go in there and be successful like his dad when he was with Denver you could literally throw anyone back in the backfield and they're guaranteed pretty much like a thousand yards or more um, I just wanted to hear your thoughts thanks for taking my call and have a great night well thank you Gary for calling from Toronto you have a great night as well uh, I don't want to call anybody Terrell Davis in the backfield and then when it comes to his son, Kyle Shanahan, when it w- relates to quarterbacks, I, I think the 49ers, this is what it boils down to. I don't care if it's Jimmy Garoppolo or in the case of Matt Ryan, he had great weapons in Atlanta when Kyle Shanahan was running things there or here, I should say. And now you look at San Francisco, look at the talent. Yeah, Shanahan is a good coach, and then he's, he's innovative in how he utilizes his talent But look at the guys. This is like a Pro Bowl roster on offense. You couldn't have asked for a better situation if you're Brock Purdy. You couldn't have. I think the only difference here is Brock Purdy is a better passer than Trey Lance. Where Trey Lance would look to probably run the football, Brock Purdy's just trying to throw the rock first. I want to play quarterback for the 49ers. Hey, Christian McCaffrey, here, take the ball. Hey, Debo Samuel, they're going to snap the ball. I'm going to flip it to you. Hey, George Kittle, and, and George Kittle has an amazing connection with Brock Purdy. Sometimes you wonder if George Kittle is just a blocker and no longer a receiving tight end. George Kittle, hey, act like you're blocking. Here, I'm going to throw the ball. Like, And then you got Trent Williams there 
as well on your blind side. You cannot make this up. And so, yeah, Kyle Shanahan is a good coach. I don't think you could just throw any quarterback there or any quarterback in the backfield and expect him to have success. Brock Purdy is doing what he needs to do. He's not doing too much. And Kyle Shanahan is not out there trying to force it. I wouldn't be shocked if they went to the Super Bowl. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to get some more of your calls on the other side as the lines are still open. I want to quickly show some love to Andy Reid. And then speaking of coaches, we have a former coach in the NBA basically calling this modern generation of players a bunch of soft bums. Well, maybe those are my own words. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Man, first of all, you know, I just want to start off by saying I respect you a lot and I love your show and everything that you do. So just want to say mad love and love everything that you do. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. Ooh, in about an hour and 15 minutes, it's a new top six list. We're going to talk about some. Unfortunately, some athletes who have hung around for way, 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 way too long. In 15 minutes from now, I'm going to tell you about two future Hall of Famers. One called out the other. And I couldn't believe what I heard. I'll share that with you at the top of the hour. I do want to get into Stan Van Gundy and his comments about the modern NBA player and the how they train, how they stay in shape or not in shape. And then I do also want to talk to you about Andy Reid. Ten years now, going into another postseason with the Chiefs, another opportunity to win the Super Bowl. So we got a lot to do, but we do have some callers here on the line. I want to make sure that we get them on the line, get them on the air. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Wisconsin and let's talk to Corey. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Corey? Not much, JR. How are you doing? I'm very well. So, just wanted to go back to Brock Purdy. I mean, there's got to be a reason 31 other teams passed on him seven different times. Do you think he's just a product of the system there? I mean, you got Shanahan as a top five coach, great defense, so just a great system overall. Uh,. I kind of answered this. I feel like uh, one of our prior callers, like right before the break, asked the same thing. And I said, the answer is is just about yes. But you don't do this without having talent. You know, people miss. It it happens. Sometimes people, all they need is to, to have their talents curated, or not curated, but developed, and they need an opportunity. And sometimes lightning strikes, and we get it, and we see it here with Brock Purdy. And so, obviously, he's a product of the system. He's been able to develop with some premier talent around him and a damn good coach. If Brock Purdy was on the New York Jets right now or this past season, would he have the same type of success? Probably not. They don't have the same amount of talent. 
They don't have the same experience with coaching. And the New York Jets admittedly said, yeah, we, we probably screwed up in the development of Zach Wilson. And so I, I would probably say most folks look at Zach Wilson and say he has more talent than Brock Purdy. But Brock Purdy is in a great system, and they are maximizing what he's good at all the while while he can continue to develop. It's Sometimes you get a perfect storm. I'm not going to just say that uh, you know, the 49ers are, are miracle workers. If, if Trey Lance was out there, I don't think they would have the same type of success. They'd be running the football. They'd be running gadget plays, and now they get to stick to more of a traditional offense. Okay, Corey. Okay, well, thank you for answering my question. You're very welcome. Thank you, Corey. I didn't know if it took him some time to process what I said, but he's just like, thank you. You're welcome. We got manners here on the JR Sport Brief Show. We love it. Sam is calling from Houston. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Sam? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, so, you know, I've been listening to a few callers now, and, you know, you know, I originally wanted to go ahead and talk about the Giants. I mean, realistically, I'm going to start from there, right? Uh, my thing is, if Jalen Hurts is even a little bit hurt, right? No pun, realistically. I think the Giants' defense is just going to crush them, right? I mean, they are true and tested defense. I mean, they're probably right up there in the top three defenses in the league right now. I mean, look what they did this year. Negative point differential, but hey, they're still there because that defense keeps them in line, right? So if he's not playing up to, like, peak level hurts, I mean, it ain't going to happen for the Eagles. Uh, and then talking about Brock Purdy, well, one one, one thing at a time here. Yeah. When it comes down to the, the, the New York Giants, I agree with you. It, it doesn't take a whole hell of a lot to say if Jalen Hurts is going to be afraid to run or if he's not the same type of player, uh, that that's, that's going to have an effect, obviously, on the Eagles. Having said that, I'm not going to completely bury the Eagles if, if Jalen Hurts is not 100%, or dare I say, even if Gardner Minshew has to go out there and pick up some of the slack because Hertz has to go down due to an injury, et cetera, fill in the blank, whatever the case might be. This game, I believe, will be competitive. We can't necessarily just look at the New York Giants defense, who I, I got to be honest here, they have some, some solid players. I think you're overstating what they can do as an overall. They have excellent guys. Aziz Ojulari, every time I, I turn my head, this guy is hurt and injured. Leonard Williams is coming off of a neck injury. A Kayvon Thibodeau has certainly improved as the year has gone on. You have Xavier McKinney, who's coming back from a hand injury. You have Collins, who's back playing as a linebacker. And so they have talent. They're very good defense. But I don't want to talk about the New York Giants as if, you know, if Hurts is done, they're just going to swallow them whole. The Eagles have a damn good defense as well. So this should be a competitive game. No, it absolutely should be, and I agree with you on that one. Yes, it should be, but I still what's think your, that the what's Giants, your other point? Well, the other point that I had was in regards to Brock Purdy, right? I honestly do think that Brock Purdy is a very good quarterback, and not just because of what he's shown the last what ten weeks or whatnot. I, I say this because I, you know, being from Houston, we had Kyle Shanahan run our offense at one point in time, and that was under Matt Schaub, and that was probably the best Matt Schaub had ever looked in his entire career he was a average middle of the pack quarterback that looked very 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 good under him he's a great quarterback coach realistically speaking but at the same time look at garoppolo 
Look at Trey Lance. I know it's very limited sample sizes, but you got to, I agree with you, you got to have talent, though, also. He's great. He will literally, uh, Kyle Shanahan, that is, he'll get the best out of you. But you got to show some greatness, too. And I think Brock Purdy might have that greatness in him. Yeah, no, sometimes we don't know what he has, but what we've seen so far is, is damn good. And, and that's an excellent point. Thank you, Sam, for calling from Houston. Sometimes all folks need is an opportunity. That's it. Sometimes all you need is an opportunity. It's tough in the NFL. And if you develop slower than somebody else, then you might never get that chance. You might never get that opportunity. And Kyle Shanahan, yeah, he's a good head coach. I think the only thing the man hasn't done is, I don't know, orchestrate a a legitimate Super Bowl win. And we don't know. We have no idea what Trey Lance would have been. Kyle Shanahan would have had this dude running all over the place. He would have him would have had him utilizing them offensive weapons. And he's a freak athlete by himself. And so the Niners are, are in a good position. Eleven straight victories. Eleven straight. You know what the Dallas Cowboys do against this guy? I have no idea. Or this team? I don't know. I know Dak Prescott can't go out there and say, I I got two and three interceptions for you. The Niners are dangerous, folks. I know the the Buffalo Bills have gotten a lot of attention because of Hamlin. Uh, I, I know that the Dallas Cowboys always receive a lot of attention. We're talking about the New York Giants. Nobody expects them to be here. Last night we talked about the Jags because Trevor Lawrence went to Waffle House. Hey, Shep, I went last night. You saw my photo, right? I think everyone saw your photo last night, yes. Yeah, I, I saw people wanted to talk about us and strippers and waffles, too, so. Yes, yes. Yeah, it was okay. I'm tempted to go t- again tonight. I don't Really? Know. Maybe I go to a different Waffle House. There's <laughs> like a million here. And Trevor really inspired you, huh? Listen, I get off of air. You, I, first thing I want to do is eat. I, I want to do is sleep. You? You want to sleep? Yeah, man. Yeah, sometimes I sleep, sometimes I don't. Right. Just uh, par for the course. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We ain't sleeping here. I hope your ass ain't sleeping either. When we come back, we're going to talk about two future Hall of Famers. I feel like one politely went for the jugular. We'll talk about it on the other side here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 